I read on News24 today that um, South Africa's first 3D printed low-cost home has been built. Printed home. Yes, George, it is quite puzzling. Head of the School of Civil Engineering and the Built Environment at the University of Johannesburg, part of the team that printed the house, Professor Jeffrey Mahachi joins us now. Jeffrey, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you and to, and to the listeners. Thank you for hosting me. It, look, I mean, to somebody like you, the idea of printing a house, I'm sure it's, it feels like, you know, eating breakfast. It's, it's something, <laughs> you do, something you do every day. But to somebody like me, I just can't wrap my head around how you can print a house. So how can you? Well, well have you printed a Word document before? <laughs> yes. Right. So, so the way you print your Word document, what you see is what you get. So you type your documents, and then you want some letters to be bold, some to be italics, right? And then what you see, you send it to the printer, and it prints what you want. Exactly the same way, we we do. We, we are just transforming what we normally used to do. You have with an architectural drawing or an engineering drawing on your computer. You design the house on the computer. You want the window there, you want the door there, you want steps there, etc. Once you are happy, you send it to a robot. What you see on the computer is what you print on the ground. The trick is on the ink, which in our case, we are using a a, a cementitious product to be able to print the house on the ground. Sorry, Prof, I missed that. What kind of product? Uh, It's a a mixture of some cement. Okay, cementitious. That's a new word for me. Yeah, cement and some uh, some multi that we put in so that it can harden so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Cement multi, I love it. I absolutely love it. So how how many pieces of this house do you send to to the robot, um, which then have to be put together? I mean, um, uh, is it a wall at a time or what? What 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 we have is is uh, uh, the robot is like a caterpillar, so it can crawl on the ground. So uh, uh, we then instruct it through the computer and we give it certain positions where it's going to position to print a particular wall. So then it then prints one particular wall layer by layer. So it puts in your cementitious material layer by layer. So a typical wall, which is maybe two meters wide by 2.4 meters high, you can then complete that wall in probably about plus minus 45 minutes. Right? Then the printer moves to another position Right, it prints another wall. It then moves around the whole platform and completes the whole house. Without plumbing and electrical wiring and so on, it's just the shell of uh, the house that it does. Yeah, the shell. We are, we are talking of the shell of the house. You can you can incorporate your electrical plumbing later, or you can even include it while it's your printing. Okay, and the 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 entire structure, the floor. The, the walls, the doors, the windows, the ceiling, the roof, trusses, um, that takes how long to put together? Uh, let's, let, let, let's, let's make it factual, right? Yeah. Uh, when we talk of printing a house, we're talking about putting the top structure mm-hmm. uh, within, within a day. We are assuming that the foundation has been done, right? right? And, and, and therefore, we don't print the foundation, 
right, and the roofing system. So, so if the foundation has been done, we can complete the house in a day. Right? Um, but there are other aspects that you need to be able to take into account. As you, as you have indicated, you might be looking at electrical uh, reticulation, you might want plumbing, etc., etc. So that might take you a few extra day or two days to be able to deal with that. But just to be able to put up this top structure that can take off an RGP house, an RGP house is typically about 40 square meters. That's what we are talking about when you say uh, within one day. And the cost relative to the more conventional methods of putting that structure together? Right, right now, we are able to print within the, uh, the subsidy quantum, which is provided by the government. So we can still be able to print a, a, a 40 square meter house within plus minus 200,000 rand. But we, but one of the things that we want the world or South Africans to understand is a construction cost vis-a-vis life cycle costing. Yes. We should not start to be only looking at at construction costs. Let's look at the life cycle costs from the time that we do the material characterization, looking at the logistics, looking at the construction costs look at operation and maintenance up until we get to demolition. That is up the life cycle cost. Because there are certain costs that you can actually even get much better when you compare the 3G printed house to conventional house. You are looking at a, a reduction in carbon emission. You are looking at a better, thermal performing house. Your energy consumption is much lower. So there are many, many other benefits which you need to be able to quantify in a life cycle cost model. And in terms, Prof, of, of scaling this up, um, you know, I would imagine that this um, this uh, this robot. Somebody said it sounds more like a caterpillar pooping than a printer printing. But the, the machinery, I know, is not cheap. The story said the the device costs six million rand. I don't know how portable it is, and I don't know what the chances are of scaling this up. And there's also the issue of using a machine to build a house as opposed to using four or five people who desperately need work to build a house. So how does one take all of those factors into account when assessing how, you know, whether this is a path that should be pursued? Yeah, you know, a, a very interesting is that uh, we are creating a new type of uh, job skills that are required. So one, a, a jobs are going to be created. All right, we need uh, people, youngsters who have a different mindset in terms of uh, technology and in terms of construction. So jobs are not going to be lost. We are are creating new types of materials. For your your information, we are looking at different uh, 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 materials, local materials, which could be like your clay material. We are looking at waste materials. We are looking at applications of hemp. So... All these materials, they are going to come up with their own job creations. That's one aspect we need to be able to make sure. The second aspect that you need to look at when you're looking at job creation is that the trades, I've talked about the foundations and some of those other trades, electrical plumbing, they will still be there. Mm-hmm. Then the third thing is that you are looking at a product, a machine that is going to accelerate delivery of housing. Now, if you deliver faster, you create more job opportunities. <laughs> All right? so, 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 so there are many ways in which you can actually uh, uh, create job opportunities using a 3D printed machine. 
the machine itself is, is it also requires a servicing. Right? Just like your car would require servicing. So you also need people who are going to be able to service this car and that's also another aspect of job creation. And and this machine can work in the sort of areas where RDB type houses need to be built. Correct. And and because the caterpillar even in difficult terrains, right? You know a caterpillar can crawl difficult terrains. So we can actually crawl. We are going to demonstrate, right? Not only see we have built a, a, a house on campus, but going forward we are going to demonstrate live on the ground in difficult areas where we can actually construct a house. And we'll be able to answer your questions here. And we are saying, here we are starting construction and we are finishing construction within a day, within five days, whatever time period it is. But we'll be demonstrating live on a real construction site. I don't suppose that your caterpillar could um, build us a new ESCOM over a couple of days, could it? <laughs> I wish it. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank yeah. you very much. It was just so inspiring to listen to this, Prof. It really was. Thank you very, very much for talking to us. You know, we've been talking about the things that are wrong with our country and these, this, this reminder that perhaps we should give ourselves more often that there are people with incredible, uh, innovative, imaginative thinking and ability who are trying to come up with solutions. I've been chatting to Professor Jeffrey Mahachi, head of the School of Civil Engineering and Built Environment at the University of Johannesburg.